He went from climbing the corporate ladder to being a preacher to a teacher and now principal. This is Focused on Flagler Schools, and I'm Jason Wheeler, Community Information Specialist with Flagler Schools. I want to share the achievements and challenges facing our students, teachers, and staff right here in Flagler County, Florida. So, let's dive right in. We're joined right now with uh, Jeff Reeves. He is our Principal of the Year for Flagler Schools, happens to be the principal at Matanzas High School. Uh, Welcome to our podcast here. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you, Mr. Wheeler, for the opportunity. First question for you, your background. Did you grow up wanting to be a principal or or wanting to be an educator? How did you get to this point in your life? Actually, it's a great question. This is my third life goal. So I started out uh, working at Winn-Dixie as a teenager and uh, transitioned to working for Florida Power and Light Company, uh, the largest utility in the country, and was spent about 12 years there and worked my way up through management and uh but had a life goal of pastoring. And so I made a transition and went into uh, a, a pastoring position and we did that for about seven, eight years. And my third life goal was education. And so in 2005, I transitioned into education and have loved our experience of it. You had a successful career uh, it, down south in Volusia County. You came up here a few years back in Matanzas. Why this position? Why Matanzas? Why this point in, in your career? I'll tell you that uh, when I first entered the principal internship, uh, I started in high school as an ESE teacher for exceptional student education, and uh, I just found a connection to that to that group of students. And so even when I entered my internship, I was interning at a high school and looking for the opportunity to go back into high school. So I, I did elementary for about two and a half, three years, and then I did um, middle school for half a year. And then uh, when Mr. Tager gave me the call about uh, if I wanted to join up here in Flagler County, I jumped at it. And it's been a great experience for me. The last year, notwithstanding, what has been a challenge of being a high school principal versus an elementary or a middle or or a K-8 like you had done before? The the complexity. uh, There's multiple layers of things happening. And as we say, everything's happening all the time. So... There's events going on, I won't say 24-7, but certainly seven days a week. And just trusting your organization, your people, that all those things are running together smoothly. Um, But there's a lot of moving parts to high school. That's probably the most challenging part to it. But with the right team and right people in place, it can be a successful experience both for staff, students, and community. I say this because I'm a parent of of a high schooler, and I've got a graduate as well. And I guess around this age period they almost become human again. <laughs> and, and you can have, but, but with that, you can have adult conversations. You can have back and forth, uh, and they're still trying to find themselves. So it's a, it's a fine line there. That's got to be enjoyable uh, as, as well as challenging. So going through the gamut from pre-K, having three- and four-year-olds to 18-year-olds, each, each group's unique, but the high school students you can have an adult conversation with about – you know, David, uh, let's get things together. Let's finish passing math. Uh, let's talk about your career. Let's talk about your options. Let's talk about college. Talk about career. What's your dreams? What do you want to see happen for yourself? And the joy, I think, of being a high school principal, at least for me, is 
that you can help make some of those things happen. Connect them to the right people, the right colleges, universities, the right career fields, and see them shine and step into their own. Because in high school, you were really, that's the last shot of having them before they're on, uh, whether it's college, career, whatever. But really, they're, they're leaving the house after, after they graduate and you walk across the stage, off the stage and right into a job or something, right? That's correct. I, and I treat them all like they're my own, right? I love them to death. I, I say I'm firm but fair and we have uh, very hard conversations, um, very serious conversations, but we laugh as well. And I think that's the human side of it, like you're saying, that, that connection on a personal level, but professional to help them see a side of themselves in the world and, and to spread their wings and fly. What's the challenge of leading a high school campus going into 21, 22 school year and beyond? It's, it's, I mean, lessons learned from this past year, year and a half. I mean, as we're speaking right now, it's, it's the week before spring break. A year ago, it was our last normal week <laughs> before everything changed. <laughs> so true. Um, so you're dating this, this podcast a little bit. But, you know, moving forward, what, what, what are the challenges you see? I think there's been certainly a paradigm shift in, in education as a whole. And I think that we, as educators, as leaders, we have to make sure that we're aware of what's happening around us. I've talked to my staff and they said, you know, certainly this has been a tragic, difficult time. We tongue-in-cheek say, you know, we're all first, first-year people. I'm a first-year principal again. Even though it's my eighth year, it's a first-year because it's so new. Um, you're learning, as we talked about today, and you're unlearning and relearning stuff. But I said, there's things that have happened that we've learned from that are positive that we can move forward with. And I think there's some modality of instruction. I think certainly our teachers have learned uh, amazing uh, skills as far as technology and with itness as far as working in that hybrid world, that there's some things of those that could certainly continue on um, to help students learn and grow. Uh, you see that even in colleges and universities. What has this last year done when it, as far as the supports needed for students? Uh, th- they've been strained. I mean, you look at the community as a whole, and um, there's uh, students, studies show and research shows going on in the country right now. There's a higher propensity right now for students with suicide students with self-destructive thoughts, students that are harming themselves uh, because they're in isolation. And that is certainly uh, an unforeseen consequence of what took place. And yet, how do you function help those kids through that process? So we've been very sensitive to that, and the district has as well, of making sure the people are in place to support our students and the families as they work through and cope through the situation they're going through now. What about our teachers and your staff? Uh, because I know they, they're a caring, very caring group of people. You teach for a particular reason. Uh, you have this passion. And to not have your kids in your classroom or, or – and I know they're strained doing, doing both, you know, as far as, as face-to-face as well as remote live. What has this done, and, and how do we support them going forward? I, we laugh a lot. Um, we give them time. I, I think in this profession – in particular, uh, we had last spring, which we all got kind of thrown into, and in the summer, still not knowing. And and so for us at our school, 
I asked, you know, what's the, what's the one thing we can give teachers and staff? And it was the gift of time. So we gave them extra time for planning, extra time for uh, professional development, extra time to whatever they needed to do, right, without a lot of constraints because I, I trust the professionals in the room. You know, you, I tell them you're the expert in your content area. I'm here to help manage and, and cast vision and to do these pieces, but it's incumbent upon you to do the others. And, and we have a very good working relationship, and we're in classrooms a lot. We're covering classrooms. We're doing all sorts of things to help out. And I think the, the main thing for our staff is they know that we're all in this together, that we're a very tight-knit family, and none of us could do without the other. We all have good days. We all have bad days, and and it's just a matter of, of supporting, I guess. Exactly, and and you know, reloading for the next day. You know, some of the most rewarding days are some of the most exhausting days, and if we're not careful, our wells run dry. And so, I really stress to the staff the importance of what are you doing for yourself. One of the things I really have encouraged throughout the year is uh, gratitude walks, and I do them often to for myself personally but for my staff as well and uh, demonstrate those those pieces and it goes with my word for the day my one word this year is to restore and i when i came to that word it meant for me not just academically but emotionally mentally physically restore people and economically restoring people and i think that um, when we're consistent with those areas it lends support to your staff and they see that you're there and and frankly, being vulnerable and real with them. They know that I've lost a brother this year. They know that I lost my mother-in-law this year. I lost a friend to COVID. And by being vulnerable like that to the staff, they see the human side that that we're all working together to get through it all. You were named Principal of the Year for this this year for, for Flagler Schools. What does that mean for you? Uh, professionally, personally, you don't get to get a tiara or anything like that. Ah. You get a nice little plaque and, 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 a, and, and a gift, but... Uh, what does it mean for you to be named the principal of the year for the district? I'll tell you. So in um, 2017, I was named uh, innovative principal of the year for the state with regard to elementary. And it didn't really dawn on me. And it was great, but I didn't appreciate. And this opportunity, I, I value even more because it's a, it's a high honor to be recognized by your peers, by your, by your staff, by your community and and the district for your efforts to help students. And I appreciate this one so much more because I recognize the significance of it, and I'm grateful. I'm humbled and grateful. I have a great staff around me that makes it possible. I mean, no one does it in the bubble, especially when you're in a high school with, you know, 1,700 students, 150 staff members. Um, it's a lot to keep it moving and going, and it, it takes all of us. So I'm, I'm just humbled and grateful. Also on your campus, you happen to have the Teacher of the Year. Uh, you have a lot of great teachers, obviously. But talk a little bit about Katie Harmon and, and her story and, and having someone like her on your oh, campus as well on staff. What an amazing story. Um, came to us as an immigrant to the United States, uh, first generation to college, now working on her master's. Um, someone that uh, has experienced life. And, and, and our, our country, good and bad of it all, to, to, to go through that process and to claim citizenship in the country, to unify. It's just a magical story. And you watch her with students, and it's magic to see her work and connect. And 
it's but it's effortless for her, and that's I think the beauty of it. You see her, see her doing her her thing in her element. She had students who were in their second, third year of college coming back and asking for help in chemistry and different aspects of things in just life. And that speaks to her as a person as well, of her character and her integrity to nurture. And um, it's a blessing to have her at Matanzas High School. She is just an amazing educator. What are your expectations for the next school year, for the 21-22 school year? Uh, obviously, we came in this year not knowing what was going to happen. It's, we, we've survived um, largely unscathed. Uh, but what are your expectations for next year? I know we're moving forward. And um, as things continue to progress, my hope is that we're back face-to-face completely in schools. Um, there's something to be said about seeing people face-to-face. Um, simple things like a smile, right? With our masks, which are we do, um, it's hard to catch expressions. It's hard to catch those nuances. Um, there's something to be said when a teacher sits down with a student and sits beside them and says, Jeff, let's work through this problem together. Um, that's largely missing this year, and our, our teachers want it, our parents want it, our students want it, um, but in the right time, right? It has mm-hmm. to be in the right time. But with so many inoculated now and the vaccine going the way it is, our hope is is that we will be there and to restore things for our classes as students. I, you know, we're working through our senior prom banquet right now and our senior activities for our students. And um, my, my stepdaughter was a, was a senior last year, and she goes, oh, my gosh, I lost, my, my, I lost prom in these things. And I said, sweetheart, I said, the junior class coming up lost that plus. And so we've worked very hard to ensure that our students are getting as much as a high school experience as possible. Like we all had, or their parents had, to give them these benchmarks that they can check off in life that they've experienced and the rites of passages. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we maintain that as much as possible and looking forward to reestablishing that next year. What makes you sad? Mm. I'll tell you. So when, when someone doesn't have hope, there is something to be said for when you lose hope, it's hard to have perspective we lose optimism. It's hard. And, and sometimes we have students, there's people we know, but students who haven't experienced that. And to try and, it's the hardest as far as character trait for a student to understand or if they've never experienced it. And, um, you know, I, 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 again, treating out my children, you know, nothing's guaranteed in life, but you want choices. The worst thing that happens to you is you're told you have to do this. You only have no option. This is it. I said, it may be two choices you don't like, but you still have a choice. And education helps give you that. Education gives you that chance, that opportunity. And, and when a student loses hope, uh, that's devastating to me because I, look, I internalize that of what could I have done differently to, to help try and mitigate the issues going on in their lives. And our kids face some very daunting situations that we never faced. And um, so that to me is probably the thing that makes me sad. What makes you happy? Shaking a hand or giving a hug or coming across the stage uh, for graduation. Um, that's the pinnacle. And I've done dropout prevention. And, you know, the one thing I tell young people, I said, I'm not going to talk about money. I'm going to talk to you about 
nine years. They go, what's that? I said, that's your average life expectancy that'll be longer because you have a high school diploma. Not about the money you make or the other things, but you will actually live longer because of all these other factors that come into play. And when you help someone realize that and make their dreams come true in this one stage of their life before they cross over, said early, and they take the flight, that to me is the most rewarding thing that can ever happen. Jeff Reeves, Principal at Tanzas High School, our reigning Principal of the Year. Thank you so much for the conversation. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. And we want to thank you for listening to Focused on Flagler Schools, a production of the Flagler County School District. New episodes are released every other Thursday. If you like what you hear, subscribe. And check out Flagler Schools at www.flaglerschools.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're there at Flagler Schools. Thanks for listening. And remember, let's keep focused on Flagler Schools.